Central Oregon's local morning show. Call me up in the morning. It's Monty and Meg in the morning, keeping it local. Only on 107.7 The Beat. I'm sorry, can you say that one more time? I said I didn't sleep well last night, but I just had a donut, so I'm well. Wow, oh, good job, Monty. I'm glad that you diagnosed yourself and figured out what was really going to get your morning going. A donut, every, every, every morning with a donut is beautiful, Meg. I'm just, I just, my, my waistline just can't have it, you know, like every morning. Yeah, and you don't want to overdo it because then the donut won't be so special. Exactly. You so today's to... Tuesday, <laughs> and it's special. Yeah. I mean, we're talking 55 degrees out right now, so it's like perfect. It's really perfect. It feels so good out. I know. Yeah, it's great. I, this, the beginning of August is starting off very nicely. Oh, it's perfect. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, solid? Yeah, I'm a little sleepy, but just because yesterday felt very go, go, go. So. Oh, really? Today, we're just going to chill. Today's your chill day? Yep. That's Thank good. you, by the way. Lonnie got me a fan because it sometimes gets really hot in the yeah. studio and he's sick and tired of hearing me complain about it. <laughs> You're welcome. So now man. I got a really nice desk fan. It's I'm your so- first fan, Meg. Yeah. <laughs> All the hits, 1077, the beat, Lonnie and Meg. So how was the day? How was Monday? That was uh, awesome, actually. I mean, with that weather in the low 80s, Meg. I know. I was just like, yeah, my buddy hit me up. Um, Mr. Jason Sykes went to high school with him. Oh, really? And when we were uh, when we were seniors at Bend High, uh, he had this little pit bike. It's like this little, like uh, it's a little motorcycle, but it was like a miniature. Oh, sure. And at lunch, we would hop on that thing, and you could barely even see the bike because it's like that small. It's yeah. Like this little motorcycle thing. Uh huh. And we head down to Seven Eleven. The two of you? Just the two of us on a bike. On, on a bike. On this little guy? On a little guy. I, I was basically riding on his shoulders. That's. Funny. It was hilarious. Yeah. But that was, you know, back in the day when, oh, sure. you know, it was basically dirt and around here and <laughs> not much pavement. Yeah, I bet, actually. <laughs> and we just had the best time. So he's been into Harley's the last, I don't know, 10 years or so. And we finally hooked up not too long ago when I realized, oh, gosh, he's like still riding bikes and still lives in town, oh. which was odd because most of my other friends from Ben Hyde, they, a lot of them don't live here anymore. Yeah. And then some do. Sure. Some have come back, like most people do, I think, who grew up in Central Oregon. Yeah, leave and come back. They got to leave, you know, experience some things and go, no, I, yeah, I got to live back in Central Oregon because that place is amazing. Yeah. So we went for a ride on the hog yesterday on the on the old scooter, what? and uh, we just had a blast. Went through uh, Prineville. We did the back road out of Redmond that kind of winds through all that farmland and stuff back into the backside of uh of Prineville. Beautiful. And then the Crooked River then took the Crooked River all the way up to Prineville Reservoir and then back into Bend through Alfalfa. Great. And the weather was just perfect. It was yeah. just unreal. How fun. Yeah. And then after that, then start, you know, writing more TikTok dances. Oh. Yeah, no, with Frankie. Cause... I know you've become quite the choreographer with Frankie. Oh, yeah. I'm the boss. You're the boss. When it comes to TikTok <laughs> She probably comes up with a choreography and then confirms it. Oh yeah, I just I just give her some pointers, you good. know, because I'm so good. Well, you know, you're it's an outsider's perspective. Yes, totally. Yeah, I've taught Justin Bieber all he knows. Yeah, you you definitely have the credentials. So she's like, yeah, well, Lonnie, you're the boss. I'm like, that's right. Don't you forget that. She in her mind, she's like rolling her oh, eyes. Oh, totally. Like, <laughs> you're actually stalling my success. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun last night. But how was your day yesterday? It was good. We ended up sneaking up to Lake Billy Chinook, Tanner and Katie Lynn's boat, and we were doing oh, some wake surfing last night. And it's my favorite. I mean, we got there. I got they they started earlier, but I got there around five. Okay. And it was still ninety-two degrees. <laughs> That's what I'm talking it about. It's so hot up there, you Love know, compared it. to here and. Um, be able to do some wake surfing. It was a beautiful evening out. And what was really exciting is that I I can get up no problem. It's just being able to navigate that that like sweet spot yeah. and comfortably be able to let go of the rope. There it is. Because now I'm, I've like come, become accustomed to the rope. And I'm not very good if I fall back. I'm not very good at leaning forward because I'm oh, too afraid yeah. of ramming the thing into the boat. Oh, yeah. More than likely I won't. I would bail out first. Yeah, no, totally. But um, I don't... I don't do any one board sports. No. You know, I don't have this natural, uh, like, childhood ability to ride a skateboard. <laughs> I don't. I, I rollerbladed and I also ski. So yeah. the whole surfing thing really throws me. Yeah. But yesterday, with enough getting up and getting down, with enough practice, I was able to let go of that rope. They were Did like, you? let it go. And I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to. I let go of the rope and was able to actually feel what it was like to surf rather than relying on the rope, rope. which was really, really awesome. And That's now I'm like, great. no wonder people keep doing this. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it? I might get a wild hair. 
Maybe I'll go down by the spillway and give that wave an old college try. You let me know because I'm bringing my video camera on my phone, that is. And I'm filming this because I have to see you surf that down the spillway. I don't even know. I've watched them get on their surfboards and that alone scares me. I'm like, I don't know how they can balance like that. It was so much fun. That's awesome. Congrats on like making that run. Thank you. I love that for you. Yeah, it's exciting fun, when you it? can like do something new every once in a while. It just is. And it, it just kind of makes you go, yeah, I could do about anything right now. Yeah. I got this. About anything. Yeah. <laughs> Meg, you know what pleases me? What's that? This donut right here in my mouth. <laughs> it's a good thing you've got two different kinds on your plate because I don't know what Meg, would happen if you only had the option for one. No, I'm, it's a good thing. Chocolate, Quiet. half chocolate, half powdered. Exactly. That's me, you ebony the, and ivory. You got, you got the best of both worlds I over there. so do, Meg. All the hits, 1077 The Beat, coming up next on your Late Night Drop. Jimmy Fallon, he jokes about the astronauts aboard SpaceX's Dragon capsule <laughs> making a water landing in the Gulf of Mexico. Is this a, uh, it sounds like this is a video game. Yeah, like... Like, SpaceX Dragon Capsule. Absolutely. It's what you get in to, you know, go to the next round. The next world. Beat Bowser. <laughs> Who's Bowser? Bowser? Who's Bowser? It's Mario's biggest enemy. Mar on Mario Brothers, you mean? On all of the Marios. Oh, really? Yeah. Bowser's in all of them? Yeah, if you were oh, to play just Super Mario, right. just regular Mario game on, like, Super Nintendo, you have to beat Bowser at the castle before you could advance to the next level. Oh, interesting. So, Clearly, Mario needs to get on some oh, SpaceX yeah. dragon capsules. <laughs> Apparently. I did watch the video to this. You did? It's impressive, man. I tell it's you what. It's crazy. That is cool. What yeah. the heck is a dragon capsule? Yeah, nobody knows. It's a brand new beat. Fresh off the press. <laughs> what? Billie Eilish. It's called My Future. How interesting is that? All the hits. 107.7 The Beat. I could not agree more. It's mm. what a, interesting, unique. It kind of starts off jazzy, picks up in a little pace. I know. Billie Eilish likes to just switch things up a little bit, doesn't she? That's what she does, doesn't she? She's the best at it. In bed early like Lonnie and Meg, it's the late night drop on 107.7 The Beat. Authorities in New Jersey cited a homeowner after they recently rented out their house for a pool party for an estimated 85 children, raising the question, how do you punish someone who's willing to have 85 kids at their house? No kidding. Oh my Actually. God. Little kids running around your house. 85 of them? It'd be pretty hard to say that, you know, can... Who do you... Yeah. You just got... You got to... You got to, what, find the homeowner, I guess? I suppose so. You have too many here. <laughs> I wonder... What do you do? I wonder if there's too many cats in one place. Probably. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you got you got that cat lady. Sure. You yeah. know you got the typical cat lady. You gotta go. You gotta go in there and say, you know what? You got too many cats. There's too many. By the way, you have too many kids. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> you I know. You got too many kids here. You need to like you know break this up a little bit. Wow. Because you all getting the virus. What a very brave human to have that many littles running around. Could you imagine that pool? No. <laughs> I can't. I don't even want to. This is the pee in that pool alone with 85 kids That's in it. That's what I was just thinking of, and I've, uh, I've got quite the visual. Oh, gosh. Fallon, go. Well, yesterday, the astronauts aboard Elon Musk's SpaceX Dragon capsule finally returned to Earth. Watch this. Splashdown in the Gulf of Mexico. For the first time in 45 years, an American spacecraft parachuting from space to make a water landing. Yep. They survived the trip, then immediately were like, shark, 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 shark. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That's great. Watching it was impressive because it was. It looked like it was back, yeah, what did they say, 40 years ago, something like that? Uh-huh. was the last time, you know, there was like a, a splash landing as opposed to just landing the plane right on a good old runway. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. I bet that'd be, I'm going to have to look it up. I want to see what it looks like. It's like, it's weird. It's like a Rubik's Cube. Really? Kind of what it looks like. It looks like a Rubik's cube. And they called it a dinosaur egg. <laughs> no, it's called the dragon capsule. Oh, <laughs> a dinosaur egg, dragon capsule. Basically yeah. the same thing. Same thing. That's your late night drop on 107.7 The Beat, and you're welcome. All the hits 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. There's some news floating around that um, is is too shocking to look away from just because it seems so unreal, but it's it's happening. Ellen DeGeneres 
hasn't really been in the spotlight in the greatest ways lately. Yeah. And usually she is the top-notch, happy, smiley, feel-good person to go to. And there's some allegations of toxic work environment behind the scenes of Ellen. And so she's kind of under some watch here. And um, she's got, you know, Katy Perry and some other celebrities kind of, uh, you know, tweeting at Ellen and supporting the whole staff. And and, um, so we hope the best, whatever the case may be. Yeah, you betcha, Meg. Yeah. Um, And I mean, that spotlight that she's in, I, I can't even imagine. I can't imagine. You know, and yeah, she's she's the face and she's the name of it, whatever. And maybe some things just haven't, you know, been taken care of as maybe they should. Sure. You know, and so n- now she's having to like go back and, and like make some things right. Right. Maybe not necessarily herself, but producers and people that work underneath her, the hundreds of people that work with her. Yeah. Try to manage that. I mean, that's just a lot of pressure. Oh my gosh. I just, I couldn't even imagine what she's having to do. Yeah. With. With all of that, you know? So, but it got a lot of people thinking, well, okay, Ellen's been there for what, 17 years, May? 17, yeah, 18 years, something like that? Yeah, episode was 2003. Okay, three. I'm, I'm already, at that point, I'd be all, you know what? I think I need to just go away. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to retire. I'm just going to leave on this note. Like, could you imagine me. working with me for 17 years, May? See, you're going to want to retire here maybe in a year and a half. No, I, I can't wait. We're totally doing that. Um. <laughs> but what, what I'm saying is like, people are saying, well, if... Somebody was to replace Ellen for that daytime queen spot. Yeah. You know, who would be that person that would be the best for that? You know, I know. Right you, you start to think of like Kelly Clarkson just started her show. Yeah. So maybe she would be yes. great. Doing well. I'd imagine like what they usually do with those, you know, shows, whether it's the daytime or the late night shows, they kind of move them to a different network or they, you know, sign a new contract elsewhere. But it's obviously somebody who's had experience. Yeah. This is an extreme daytime spot. Ellen was right after Oprah. Uh, Things are very successful during this time. Now with the way of the internet world, all of us caught up on Ellen no matter what we did. Oh, yeah. You know, it used to be just that audience of whoever was home in that midday time. Yeah. Now it doesn't matter. But yeah. So who, who do you think would be? Well, just looking at some names that have popped up Mm -hmm. on the interwebs, um, this guy, he is—he's uh, he, not in the best slot to me, to where he's at right now. And I think this would be the best for him. Uh, would be James Corden. Oh, sure. To take over that midday slot. Yeah. You know, I would love to see him in there because I think he still has like the same heart uh, and passion and love for people that it seems anyway. Right. That seem, Ellen does. But he's not like a super sarcastic person who's you right. know doing satirical political right comments yeah totally and i and I, I love him i love james corden and i think he would fit perfect in that spot you know um yeah. if, if that was the case if ellen was to retire and do something else but it'd be i would love to see him see him there because he's funny like kelly clarkson she's just not like naturally funny like ellen is you almost need somebody that has just mm-hmm. that natural like wit you do great in that slot, man. Oh, well, thanks, Lonnie. So I'm going to put your name in the hat. Okay, you know, if it yeah, comes sure. up, like we got a newbie coming in, uh-huh. but I got to be your little sidekick. You know, it sets off the side making fart jokes. Absolutely. <laughs> Obviously. And I fart noises. What, ended, what would end up happening, though, is that you and I are so used to not having an audience of any kind. So that would, it would end up being just like you and I joking back and forth at each other. Well, and then be like, oh, uh, yeah, there's, there's a whole audience here. You know how great that would be? Is to have somebody else laughing at you other than me? No. Everybody else is like, oh, you funny, Meg. Yeah, because you funny. you're easy to laugh, so you make me feel very funny. Now, if well, I had a whole audience, you are what funny. if they didn't laugh? Then I would just have to get up and leave. That'd be weird. Yep. That I would just have really to weird. call it a day. Oh, but, yeah. I but I don't see her going away yet. I don't either. I bet you she wants to hit that 20-year mark and then call it and then sail it off into the sunset with Portia. I just can't imagine not having Ellen. So I'm, you know, I obviously for the workers and these allegations, I'm sure there's definitely some truth to it. You know, you don't want anyone working in a toxic work environment. No. But man, I'm going to have a hard time letting go of Ellen if that's the case. But this is, this also brings up a conversation, Meg, too, that um, everybody makes mistakes. Sure. And, and And it sucks like if you make one mistake, then a lot of people just bury you for it. Yeah. Um, it's like whatever happened to grace, right. you know, and compassion, you know, and if spe- especially if somebody comes back to you in a sincere apology and says, sure. hey, I want to be better. I want to make things better. Yeah. You know, I'm human. She's not perfect. Ellen's not perfect. Right. Her staff's not perfect. 
Exactly. You know? Yeah. So it's like that part of it, too. It's like, man, why can't we just give people a little compassion? Now, maybe the third time down the road, you're like, yeah, you know what? Maybe you need to pull. I know. You start to wonder, like, how long has this been going on? Yeah. We obviously don't know the backstory. but you betcha. So an investigation is going on with Warner Brothers right now, which is great. And they're looking into it. Mm-hmm. But my big thing is, like, if you make a mistake and you're honest about your apology and sincere about your apology... I want to be compassionate towards that and believe that, all right, you are going to be better. Mm -hmm. And I want that for me because I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to make mistakes all the time, Mm -hmm. but I want to be better and learn from my mistake so that when people see it too, they're like, yeah, he made a mistake, but look how much better he is and more of an amazing human he is than he was before that mistake. Right. So that's what I want to give Ellen is just that period, no matter what's going on, you know, because this seems like it's the first thing. It sure does. This is the only, In those you know. 17 years. Yeah, come on, people. I mean, she it's really like, set herself up for failure. She was so perfect for so long. Yeah. yeah. She would have been a little rougher on the edges. <laughs> we would have expected this. Exactly. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. And coming up next. So, Meg, I need, uh, I need your help a little bit on a kind of a mystery, if you will. Mm. Okay? So I love this, a good mystery. Right? Yes. Everybody does. So, this weekend. Uh, when we were in Portland, uh, Casey reaches into his, our guitar player, mm-hmm. Casey Parnell, reaches into his back pocket after pulling his jeans out of the dryer um, and puts his pants on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Puts his pants on. He feels something in his back pocket, Meg. Mm-hmm. He's like, hmm, what is this? He reaches back in his back pocket and he finds something that I've never heard of and have no idea how it even got there. He doesn't know because it's so weird and it is so creepy and gross. What? That I, we, we all just sat there going, what in the world? The only, how did that get into your pocket? And the only thing I can think of is like a bug because obviously something had to have legs to get somewhere that no one else put it there. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it was the craziest thing. And so Ooh. we all sat there looking at it in awe. Has he kept the jeans? Oh, no, he's got to throw those away. Yeah. We'll talk about it next. <laughs> Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Rain on Me, 713. All the hits, 107.7, The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. This has been a story that's highly anticipated. Lonnie was like about to tell me, and then he thought, no, no, we're going to wait. Tell you the whole story in a little bit. And so I have been waiting to hear what the heck was found in Casey's pocket. Yeah, so over the weekend, yeah, Casey puts on a, 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 a clean pair of jeans. He feels something in his back pocket. So he just reaches back there and he's like, this is weird. And pulls it out. And it's the head of a mouse. <gasps> just the head. And it's perfectly severed, Meg. No. We are like, what in the world? And he's looking at it and it's not registering. Oh, well, because why would it? Why would it? You're like, what in the nut is this thing? And all of a sudden he realizes and he just slowly lays it on the counter. Oh, God, I bet. I like, bet. And then takes a step back. Like, what, who, where? And all of a sudden it's like, how did this thing get in my pocket? Yeah. Just the head. What? Just the head. So how does that do it, Meg? How does that happen? It seems like a crime scene investigator job. That's why I need your help. Oh, God. That's why I need your help. How in the world... Well. Now, it was a clean... Now, we, we were trying to track back. Yeah, sure. Tell me tell me all the details you got. Tracking back the jeans. They were in the... Wa- did, did a wash. Okay. Dried them. Okay. Okay. Dried that little Dried them. Head. And then he folded them up. Sure. And then a day later is when he put them on. So... Oh. So you're, the you're timeline. thinking... Yeah, there's a, so there's a timeline in this thing. But where it's just the head, that's where it doesn't make any sense. There is no body to be found whatsoever so where is that body where's the body and who put that head exactly because he didn't put his head there no he didn't he couldn't have done that and it was it was like it was almost like you had taken a a knife and cut it off because it was severed perfectly has casey done anything to anybody (laughs) recently (laughs) are you thinking like the godfather does he yeah there's a horse's head in my bed does he owe somebody money maybe (laughs) maybe there or yeah (laughs) Yeah, maybe he's got a gambling habit and we just didn't know. We just didn't know. And somebody's threatening him with a little mouse head. It's the Central Oregon Mafia, Mick. I mean, I would be scared. (laughs) (laughs) So how did that, did that, somehow was it in the dryer? We were thinking it had to have been 
something where maybe the mouse got into the dryer. We think a mouse got into the dryer. Tumbled somehow. And ripped its head off. And it ripped its head off. Oh, my And all God. that tumbling going on, that head actually got into the pocket. No, that somehow. can't be it. The head had to have come off before the dryer. So it got put in his pants. Uh-huh. Prior to the I, washing and the drying. I think the mouse was ill and went to go find a nice cozy spot in his laundry hamper and hid in his pocket. And then Casey put it in the wash. And then that's when the mouse got Ooh. severed. And so where's the body? Wait a minute. Because I was thinking, where's the blood? If the Oh, God, is this no. too graphic? No, this um, is not. This is, we're talking a mouse. Oh, we're talking a mouse. Okay, so we're in the dr- we're in the wash. Okay, the mouse is still whole, but he's not well. He, he probably died actually before even getting in the wash because he went to go hide in a pair of jeans. Okay, because he was gonna go die there. Okay, and then he's in the wash, and then of course because it's such a vigorous cycle, the head got cut off by one of those plastic wands. Whatever. <laughs> in the wash. I'm I'm loving this right and now. And then of course, okay. as the water drained, so did the mouse blood. And then the pocket, yep. it just coincidentally got shut. He stayed in the pocket the entire time. Okay, right. Jeez, how much blood does a mouse have? Not much. Then he gets put into the dryer and then he stays there. But what the heck happened to the body? Where'd the body go? There's, because, and then that, it, it, how did, now if he was whole in the pocket, yeah. how did that head get severed then if it was whole in the pocket to begin with? Maybe it was on its way out, like it was just, Almost out of the pocket, but he, Casey picked up the jeans and like shook them out. So then the head went to the bottom of the pocket. So the body might be somewhere what? in his room. Oh my gosh, mate. Maybe the body okay, I can see that. was already halfway out of the pocket and he just grabbed the jeans out. The head falls to the south part of the pocket. The body goes flying because you're shaking those jeans out before you <laughs> fold them. Mate, you gotta shake that thing so hard that it you know, snaps the neck and it falls into the pocket. I think the CIA should hire me. <laughs> God. Maybe, you know, true detective. Really? The CIA or the t- or TMZ, Meg. You know, Law and Order. Any of those would be fine. <laughs> oh, my God. TMZ. <laughs> Come on, Meg. <laughs> All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. So we just got a call uh, our friend Sarah Shores. We've been talking about this mouse's head that got in Casey's pocket yeah. randomly. Just the head. He found it. And so he had washed the jeans, pulled them out of the dryer, the neck, you know, folded them next day, you know, puts them on. There's something in the back pocket. It's a mouse's head. Yeah, just the, just the head. Just the head. So thanks, Sarah, for calling in because you give us a little bit more insight of yeah. where maybe this mouse head came from. And uh, Sarah mentioned that it, maybe it came through the dryer vent. Um, and yeah. so now we're wondering if there's a body without a head. So I guess there's uh, in the dryer vent. Yeah, in that in that vent. And then maybe there's there's probably, you know, little fans Things in there, sure. you know, that he just happened to get close to one. Shing! Yeah, I feel like we've all seen that horror movie. I know. That poor mouse really just took the wrong turn, didn't it? And it threw it back into the dryer, and of course, because all the air. So it throws the little head and somehow it gets stuck in his pocket of his jeans. I mean, I think it's... I think. Is it worth... It's probably worth, like, investigating and tearing the... Uh, the, the dryer opens, see I, if that body's done. I there. mean, before too long, you're going to smell it either way. So whatever you want to do, wait for the scent or discover <laughs> it on your own. But I think yeah. the overarching lesson here is that Casey might need to get a cat. Yeah, probably. Or maybe put some traps down. I don't know. <laughs> some traps. These poor mouse, these poor mice have no hope. They can't catch a break. Casey's. Yeah. There's snakes. There's people's dryers. <laughs> Pets' heads are falling off. Man, I know That's that that good. was a really good time to say that statement. Good job, Lonnie. Actually, it's been the only perfect time for me to ever say you that. You say it all the all time. All the time. And it doesn't make any sense anywhere Never. else. Until right now. That's a win. My life is done. <laughs> I, I, I am just so happy right now. <laughs> all the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. So Meg, it's been fun watching, uh, watching the Blazers. Because we're we're uh, back in the reboot oh, of 2020 sure. for the NBA. Which now they is, don't have any fans, right? Yeah, no, still no fans. They're all quarantined in this big bubble of uh, Disney World in Florida. It's so wild. And, but they've got these big LED screens that are on like the ends mm-hmm. uh, where they have fans that are on the LED. So you see the bleachers. So it looks like bleachers. Is it real people? Fans. I mean, recorded? Yeah. Uh-huh. Recorded, but they're real people actually in there. What? Yeah. And then they'll see him clap. Somebody will do like make a good shot or a three-pointer. And then you hear this and all of a sudden you hear, ah, You're for kidding. the home team. 
So there's a home team, of course, and their home team has the logo, their logo and stuff like that on the court with their arena name also. So like the Moda Center in Portland. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we were the on our first game that we played. Uh, yeah, had the Moda Center like logo on the court. Yeah. And then st- people in the stand with their blazers, hat, and jerseys. It was the funniest thing. I'm like, this is crazy. But I love that we're like pushing to get back to some kind of normalcy, mm-hmm. you know? And because it's such massive business, two people are just like, no, we got to get on the court and play. Yeah. You know? And, and of course, ESPN and the major networks who have contracts with, you know, these, with the NBA oh, yeah. and with the major league baseball mm-hmm. too, are just like, no, we got to get this thing rolling, man. Right. So it's been, that's been hilarious to see. That's cool though. That's something, but it's fun. Yeah. Something like that's happening. You could feel, you could feel the change and, and you could, you can smell it in the air a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, which is great, which has been a lot of fun for me for August. Right. Because usually now at this point, this weekend would have been the first weekend that we see some preseason football yeah. too in the NFL. Now, that's not going to happen. I don't think they're even going to do a preseason this year. Okay. Going to dive right into just the season, possibly pushed back a little bit with no fans uh, as of right now anyway wow. for the NFL firing up. But it's been like fun to watch. Yeah. Live baseball, live basketball, yeah. you know, those kind of things. Feeling a little sense of normalcy. Yeah. And the cutout cardboard of, of people at, at Dodger Stadium was uh, just so freaking funny, mate. So funny. It looked like a... Like an animated movie or something. I was huh. waiting for it to be, you know, part real, part animated, yeah. like that one movie with was it Michael Jordan? No, it was no. It was the one Looney Tune one basketball yeah, movie. Yeah, uh, with the Michael just Space Jam. Was it Michael Jordan? Yeah. Really? Nice job, mate. <laughs> Look at you Sometimes go. <laughs> I pull out information. But that's what the baseball, you know, what They're... baseball looks like right now is I'm like waiting for an animated character yeah. to go up to the bat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, a claymation thing. Totally. That's kind of how it feels. It's got that feel with the yeah. cardboard cutout. But it is but... kind of wild that it is August. Uh-huh. Just because we've been doing this, you know, new way of living <laughs> since about middle of March. Yeah. It's really when it all shut down. Yeah. And you know, I think we're really fortunate to live in a place where there's such a beautiful outdoor scenery and we can go out and be on the trails. And yeah. um, the weather has been fantastic. Knock on the wood. I mean, right? the summer has been incredible. It just doesn't get to better. To be able right to now. stay here and stay cationed know, right? here, it's not so bad. No, it's not bad at all. Are you kidding me? You know, it's so. Like, and it was weird when I was coming back over the hill on Sunday from Portland. Like, it was just like. A sea of cars yeah. leaving Central Oregon, heading into Portland. And I, no traffic at all coming into Bend from right. Portland. Right. <laughs> I know. On Sunday. Yeah. Because everybody had come over here on Friday evening. I mean, it looks like a regular summer weekend. Yeah, it kind of is. You know? It, it really is. Because that would happen before anyhow. Yeah. Um, so that well, feels good. But I'm, I'm trying to stay positive and hopeful. Yeah. You know, that uh, it's getting closer anyway. Sure. You know? And so far, it really seems like everybody's obviously following the state guidelines. Yeah. and. You know, abiding by these rules and regulations because our cases aren't going up too quickly. And, no, uh-uh. you know, nothing that, you know, Kate Brown's not, we're not on a watch list. The shoots County no. is in any way. I can't, I can't say I know anything about yeah. Jefferson or Crook, but. Yeah. We're know, hanging in there. We're hanging in there, you guys. Betcha. I think we're doing okay because we sure look like we're having a lot of fun. <laughs> and right? it's hard to not feel a little guilty when you're having a lot of fun out in the middle of the woods. I you don't know? feel guilty at all, man. But you shouldn't because you're woods. really far away from people. <laughs> so true. you're good. I'm even six feet away from you right now. It's so true. High five, Meg. Come closer. Okay. Yeah, how about Juice World teaming up with Marshmallow on a new beat? Big fan. Come and go. Okay, here's some here's some Huge. pop culture news. And I don't mean to bring it down, but I had Let's go. I, I did not realize Juice World is no longer. He's not. He passed away last year. Right. Exactly. And he keeps coming out with music. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's interesting, like the process of music, Meg. When you're writing, when you're an artist, when you're writing, it's like when we we did with Tate, we did. I don't know. We demoed probably 22, 23 songs. Wow. And then we picked our favorite 12 to go on the record. I see. And then at that point, then we went in and then we then we recorded those 12 songs, you know, in a big, massive, nice studio in Nashville, you know. But that left us with uh, what we have an extra 12, 13 songs that we had demoed with vocals and guitars. And it wasn't like the full production yeah. that would necessarily go on an album. Right. That's why they call it a demo. It's just a demonstration of what the song can actually be. Mm-hmm. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's not the real deal. So, Juice World probably had, I would say, homie had 40 songs, probably 50, 60 songs that wow. he had already had demoed of ideas. And now um, his estate is giving these ideas out to Marshmello and a bunch of these other artists and a bunch of these other DJs that are like, oh my gosh, this stuff is insane. Let's, we'll mix it. I, I want to put it together. Yeah. I want to take his vocals and I'm going to add the track to the music that he had already written. Brilliant. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So this, and this is how we still get some Juice World rolling. Yeah. In. Well, it's neat to know anyway, the, the backstory of all that and how that yeah. can happen. That's how it all works. Isn't it awesome? It is really awesome. So hopefully for the next several years, we'll still hear some stuff from Juice World and it'll just keep bringing back, you know, some of the talent that he was. Right. Right. You know, and we'll still be able to benefit from the artist, yeah. you know, of Juice That's World. That's great. Isn't that fun? Yeah. yeah. How's so, uh, I mean... Marshmallow, this is huge for him, you know, too. And, and a lot of these artists like this are having, like, a really, really good summer. I think so, yeah. This you is know? a chance where the, these artists are distracted by everything else. They're just focused on music. Yeah, well, they're focused I, on studio right. as opposed to going out and having to do their shows live. Yeah. You know, which is a big part of it, too. It, and we love that. Makes you wonder what's going to happen as far as new music and stuff is concerned. Oh, it's and, awesome. You know, in the future of that, that's it's, pretty neat. It's and, great for fans. It really it really is. I mean, it's tough for us not to go see shows this, sure. in the summertime. because sure for them, too, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is killing the music industry as far as the live side of it. Sure. And how that goes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's so. a new month, you know? It's a new month. It's August. Yeah. August 4th. We're making it through. The weather has been great. We're trying to live pretty optimistically with the current <laughs> situations that we're in. Right. You know, overall, I think I'm feeling pretty good. I feel very fortunate to live where we live. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, so far, you know, keeping kind of track of how many people have it and cases that are going up. It doesn't seem like anything too skyrocketing in our county so far. Oh, so we're doing all right. I think people are following the rules and regulations. And even that comes for visitors, too. We're all trying to respect the playground that we live in and, and not ruin it for everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tanya, uh, how are you doing so far? It's getting better, but it's still kind of bad. But I mean, at least we're still in summer. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no it kidding. hasn't started snowing yet. True. <laughs> Do you have any big things coming up this month? No. Now, nice. did you have something, some stuff coming up, or did you have to put it all on hold because of everything that's going on? Yeah, I had to put it all on hold. What were you doing? I was doing a bunch of, like, volleyball camps, I guess, mm. and then just working. Yeah, where were you going to be working? Um, I worked at a Blondie's pizza place. Oh, yeah. That's cool. That's really neat. Is this, like, one of your first jobs ever, then? Yeah. Oh, I love that. How's it going? Uh, it's actually going really well. Like, the tips that we get are, like, $100. What? Um, are they hiring? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because, like, it's, like, the best pizza place in, like, Sun River. Like, every, yeah. it's the only pizza place that everybody goes to. And, like, there's a lot of people in Sun River. So, like, they give a lot of tips because everybody's so generous and kind there. Good. That's good. I'm so, glad to hear it. Yeah, everybody's treating you really well then throughout this time. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All the hits, 1077, The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. And coming up next. On this day in history, Meg, let's play uh, let's, let's play a little game, yeah, shall we? Yeah, how are you feeling? Young, spry, smart, intelligent? Well, no, none of those, actually. Witty, ready to be tested? Nope, none of those, actually. Maybe ready to win some tacos from Westside Taco Company? <laughs> I'm always ready for that. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't win it, but we are going to give oh, that away. Dang it. Somebody else can. Well, shoot, fine. All right, we'll give it away. So stick around to hear Lonnie well, do really well at a history questionnaire and maybe win some tacos. Well, how about give me a hint or something? Yeah, I don't have one yet. What? I know. I'm still looking. Oh, my gosh. All I right. know. Fine, I know. Meg. How about we play a new beat from Maroon 5? Oh, I love this song. Here they are with Nobody's Love on the beat. 816, all the hits, 1077, the beat, Lonnie and Meg. And now... It's time to play. On this day in history. Brought to you by Westside Local and Westside Taco Company, two delicious restaurants in Redmond. Let's go, Meg. I'm ready. In On this day in 1984, this uh -huh. artist okay. started a 24-week run at the top of the U.S. album charts. In 84. Who and what was the name of his album? Man, 84. Uh, let's go with uh, George Michaels. No. Artist? 
artist. Like like that solo artist? Yep. Or was he with a band? No. Just, a, just a, his name. Just one guy. Um, Let's go. Um, Let's see. Back in those days, in the mid-80s. The, it was his sixth studio album. Oh, wow. Um, boy, is he from, is he from the United States? Or is he from England? I plead the fifth. Oh, come on. You can't. No. I don't actually Make. know that. I'm pretty sure he is. Let me, I'll look that up. Oh. What I will say is that is this Mr. album. Mr. Piano Man guy. No. What's his name? Elton John. Elton John. Thank you. No, it's not Elton John. No. Um, let me see. Michael Jackson. No. Uh, oh, yeah. Jermaine Jackson. He's, he's American. He's American? Yeah, you should have known that if it was Michael Jackson. <laughs> I, well, that's why I, I just had to take like a quick yeah, glance. Yeah. I had a pretty big, uh, some. I had a, so a he's pretty, American. Pretty big clue that he was American. Is it, is it rock or was it pop? Can you give me that? Well, pop country. Probably country? pop. Oh, pop. Leaning more towards. Um, leaning more towards. I will say that you know this was his sixth studio right. album, right? So right. This guy's been around a little while. Already at that point. Uh, Richard Marks. No. Dang it. This album featured massive hits, three in particular, huge hits. Big Bird. And the title, tr- one of the one of the one of those three hits I was saying uh-huh. is the title to his album. Okay. That where I'm trying to get you to guess. Wow, Meg, and it's more pop. Yeah. Single artist, mid '80s. That's so funny. What? You're, you you know exactly who it is. Oh, I probably do. Yeah. Of course. I probably have some of his albums even. I know for sure you do. Um, More pop. Man, I'm, I am drawing a blank. Sold over 20 million copies worldwide. Becoming Lord. the seventh best-selling soundtrack album of all time. Soundtrack album? That's what it wrote down. I, I wanted to... Like it was in a, like a movie? He wrote it for a movie? I don't know. Forgive me. That was written on this website, but I don't know if it actually was. And maybe it was because I don't I didn't watch any movies in the 80s. <laughs> well, you should. You should go I back and watch some 90. of this. I don't care. All right. Top Gun for one, Meg. We've got Just watch it one time. One guy, he's no longer with us. Okay, he's passed away then. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that... Uh, Man. In the 80s. Massive star. White guy? No. Black guy? I think. What do you mean you think? Well, you have to Google that too. You should. Wait, you can look at his picture. His picture's got to be right up there on your computer, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, who am I to say that? Lionel Richie. Who am I to say he's black? It could be something else. Lionel Richie. Uh, no. Is he Asian? No. Dang it. What in no. the world? I am stumped. Let me see if I can give you anything else. Um, All right, what's his first name start with? A P. Paul McCartney. No. Um. He is Peter what? Gabriel. He is, you're gonna like literally roll over right now. When, oh really? When you figure out who it is. Start with a P. He is widely regarded as one of the greatest musicians of his generation. He passed away in 2016. <laughs> That's right. I forgot he's passed away. He passed away in 2016. He's five foot three. Prince. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz. Well, make I don't know. The height gives it away? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. he's considered pop, right? Right. Is he black? Yeah. Okay. Meg. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know. See, you learned something too in all no, of I didn't this. I think that was a... I, I gave you so many other clues. Yeah. Okay. I think his mom was white. Tell me the name of Definitely. the album that we're discussing, though. The one that's been on... That was on the charts oh, yeah, on yeah, this yeah. day for 24 weeks. What was the name of the album? His Prince's sixth studio album. Uh, Diamonds and Pearls. No. Dang it. One of the songs is the title of the album. One of the songs. Uh, 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 Kiss. So, nope. Little Red Corvette. Nope, keep going. Um, What's another one of his titles? Dang it, Meg. You know, it's... What's a, it start with? A Colorful Weather System. Uh, uh, a Colorful Weather... Um, Prince. A, right. Colorful oh, weather hey. system. <laughs> Purple rain. There we go. Jeez. <laughs> a colorful weather system. Well, I didn't, know what, I didn't know what else to say. Oh, that's funny. All right, enough screwing around. Let's give away <laughs> Westside Taco. Westside local company, downtown Redmond right now. Cash money. Going to you, 585-1077. Call a number seven. Dial it. 
Roses, St. John, all the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. So we were just reading kind of up on what's happening with TikTok. Um, it looks like um, for the president and other administration officials have been threatening a U.S. ban of TikTok, which is owned by a Chinese company, <laughs> due to the concerns over security and possible data mining. Yeah. Um, so we obviously don't want that to happen. Lord, no. Yeah, they can, they can, they can snag much of your info if, if you... Uh, yeah, if you're on TikTok stuff. So, but to combat this, because uh, everybody, like, that's just the biggest thing right now. I mean, TikTok has a massive United States following, or, you know, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. So, one of the richest men in the world says, hey, well, maybe uh, me and my boys will buy it. It's looking make this like happen. Mr. Bill Gates might have some creativity and a soft spot for some yeah. social media video making. I just don't know if he can afford it. Bill Gates? <laughs> Yeah. He can't, he, oh, he hasn't been working in a while. Uh, yeah, you're right. That guy doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, Bill Gates actually uh, might be the man who saves TikTok in the United States. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft is talking to buy TikTok and has even been in talks with uh, the president to kind of make something like that happen. Yeah, totally. So we're about a month away before the, hopefully that the negotiations will be over. And my little buddy Frankie, she can continue her TikTok dances as I choreograph her to stardom. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's worth checking out TikTok, but be warned that you you might be staring at your phone for what you think is two minutes and it ends up being two and a half hours. Is that where you're at right now, Meg? Oh my gosh. Oh. I just get, it's so easy to just swipe to the next one. The videos are short and people are so creative. They really are. They really are. They're lighthearted. If you just need a little laugh sometimes, you know, people post different fails or they're like creative or the dances. The dances are what really get me. I cannot believe the difference between preteen girls at my age, how we were dancing, to uh, these uh, like uh, choreographed, I don't know what the elbow punching, snap city somethings. <laughs> I can't keep up. Nice, man. We just used to like, you know, couldn't oh, wait yeah. to do the Cupid Shuffle. Right. And we used to do the worm. Sure. Now everybody's like, uh, I don't know why you'd fall on the ground like that. Yeah, the worm doesn't fit in a vertical video it was for TikTok. Worst dance you could possibly ever do, anyway. Because it's a what? A bone crushing, chest punching. Yeah. Wipe, you know, hit the wind out of you. I mean, forget about any of the girls doing it. Oh yeah, I'm like there were some girls that could just crush your boobs. I'm like, what are you doing right now? I was always impressed. Ouch. Her name was Nicole Carey. Oh, it's uh, amazing. She was really good at the worm. Nice work, Nicole. Yeah. Nice work. So, but. yeah. Yeah, Frankie, of course, when I asked her, you know, is this going to, you know, is this going to, like, ruin you? She was like, no. Nah. If TikTok's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll keep dancing. I would sure be bummed. I was really bummed when Vine was no longer. <laughs> Vine? It was so good. That was eight-second videos. Yeah. Kind of, you know, Same kind start. of idea. The reason why Sean Mendez has his fame was from Vine. Yeah, that's true. So yep. I'm pretty excited that it might be able to just stick around and Microsoft's going to come in. You know, parents are, how many parents are just like, oh, please take it away. No, I bet you they're love. like, thank goodness for TikTok. My children are driving me nuts. So, what, so they yeah, get to go on their phone. screens and they get to just yeah. make creative That's movies. It. Good parenting. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's awful. I'm just glad I didn't have it. When I was a kid, I would have put all sorts of stuff uh, on there. Who knows? I would have loved to have seen that. <laughs> Meg on I, TikTok as a little girl. It wouldn't have been good, guys. It had been scary. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. And coming up next. So, Meg, when I was a kid, uh, I wanted to be a firefighter. Yeah. You know, and so I had like for uh, hollow, several Halloweens in a row, I had like a whole firefighter outfit that mom and dad got me, you know, for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I even took the hose one time to the house. Um, the problem was I tried to set it on fire at first. Oh, sure. It yeah, just did, know, yeah, yeah. I, that didn't go well. You have to have a purpose to spraying the house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and forget about that. The window was actually cracked, too, and I didn't oh. realize that. Totally soaked my mom and dad's bed. Well. So know. there was two strikes right there. They're like, no, we have another idea for you of what you should probably be when Parents you grow up. Parents always seem to have a, an idea. They, we, no. No, no, they just want to retire well off. So they're going to like, you know, pick a, a certain, you know, job to where you can take care of them when they get older. Our parents didn't do a very good job of that. No, <laughs> they're, uh, yeah, they're screwed actually. Yeah, we'll talk more about this on, next on The Beat.
Ava Max, Kings and Queens, all the hits 1077 The Beat, Lonnie and Meg. It seems that uh, parents have already figured out what kids, what they want their kids to be when they grow up. You know, you always, it's fun to talk about with my sisters. You know, what do you think that my nieces and nephews are going to be when they grow up? And they always seem to have some sort of an idea. And, and it's it's all in, you know, the best and your best interest you know parents obviously know who it's, you are they've been through life they want to set you up for success it's mega selfish you think it's selfish oh yeah because because uh, typical parent says oh, yeah i want my kid to grow up and do this thing where they make a lot of money and then take care of me in my older years you know by myself buy me an rv me and me and mom we we heading across the country. I think parents just want you to make enough money so you don't live at their house your entire oh, life. That's probably a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's funny looking at these uh, the career choices that most parents want their kids to be, and the one of them is uh, is kind of funny to me. It's the food industry. I know. I'm surprised in that. And and this I think this is twofold, Meg, with parents. One, I think every parent wants their kid to work in the food industry so they have an appreciation. Uh, for people who work hard for you. Ain't that the truth. I feel like everybody should work in the food industry, in the service industry, in at least one industry. time. You betcha. So that's part of it. And then the second part of it is, you know, the way to your mom and dad's heart is right through their stomach, Meg. I also think it has something to do with parents don't want their kids to work the regular, like, typical nine-to-five office job. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the food industry, it's a pretty it can be flexible depending on what schedule you're working. You know, maybe you work nights, so you have all day to play, all sorts of things like that. Yeah. Totally. Um, and of know. course, doctor, you got doctors and lawyers. They all want you to be one of those two things. Oh, too. yeah. The because health and the, wellness things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, because it's like, uh, what well, if I get sick? You still stuck on the selfish know, part of all this? Yeah. You know <laughs> what you're going to do to help me get better. If I come down with the corona, then you're going to help me out. We're going to be just fine. I know. Wouldn't it be nice to have a kid that's like a chiropractor? Oh, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Or wouldn't it be great if your kid was just a house cleaner? Yeah, that would be great. Too. Or a chef. How about you come over here and make myself some noodles? That's where that food industry comes in. Exactly. The the number one job that parents want their kids to have uh, is something in the STEM industry. So science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I think a lot of that has to do with the obvious. um, You make money. Your schedule is probably pretty consistent. It's not very dangerous depending on what you're doing. So when you have a kid, Mm -hmm. what is going to be your dream job for your kid? Yeah, chef would be nice. That's yeah. fine. That would do. <laughs> there it is. That would work. Um, my <laughs> my parents didn't give me any real pressure to be anything, which I appreciated. It was my grandfather, the one who's 103. Ooh, right. What did he say? Oh, he had opinions on everybody in the family and what they were supposed to do. And what was cute about grandpa is that once a week, he wrote a letter to the entire family and he would send it out. And, and in the letter, it was a joke if you made the letter. Because uh, it was a newsletter of the whole family. He would call everybody up and write this letter that, you know, Megan's doing this, Katie's doing this, and Jeanette's doing this, and then all the other cousins. And if you didn't make the letter, it was a joke. You know, you didn't make the letter. What'd you do this yeah, week? Yeah, exactly. How how bad did you so just, like, fail? Yeah, the last yeah. year, my senior year of high school, I think I made the letter every single week with him saying, Megan's really considering going to college to become a teacher. Oh. I never said that to him. Yeah, he but wanted it, oh, you to do that. Oh, I mean, it was written every single week <laughs> that I was going to consider doing that. That and is hilarious. I can't understand where he's coming from as far as, you know, uh, you know the benefits and, and working for an organization where you have the summers off. And, um, and, and for him, you know, he worked at the railroad for so long that summers off was obviously never an option. Yeah. So I appreciate the the idea. It's just I didn't have the passion, and I think you should have the passion for it. Well, yeah, to be and a teacher. you, you got to love kids and pets, Meg, and you just don't. I love children, <laughs> but I don't need to be their teacher. So kidding, you do. Uh, You're a good babysitter. Oh, uh, really good. You can be my babysitter if I have kids someday, Meg. Well, thanks. Will you? Will you do? Will you be I have my a babysitter? I'm gonna end up just being, yeah, yeah this my, kid's aunt anyway. My house cleaner and my chef. That's not me. Proud of you, Meg. What? Way How did go. it turn into that? You've graduated on it. Long story short, I'm not a teacher, <laughs> and it's probably for the best. Few minutes after nine, all the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lon Lomba, John, John, and Meg. So we, uh, we're going to carry on this conversation a little bit just because we've had a lot of people call in and text us about this certain issue that my guitar player, Casey Parnell, had with finding a mouse's head in the pocket of his jeans. 
Yeah, it's so. a big murder mystery here on the beat. Um, we've got <laughs> true crime it. happening. Yeah. What happened to that mouse's head? Oh, even bigger, what happened to the body? Yeah. And where is it? And how did that head get in that pocket? That he put on and reached in and grabbed. Grabbed. Yeah, it's just really weird. All right, we'll talk about that <laughs> next. Gonna, Hope you don't have a you know weak stomach. It's going to make me <laughs> question putting on jeans from this here on out. Real. Here's Post Malone on 107.7 The Beat. The Black Eyed Peas, Mamacita, all the hits 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and May. A cold crime has happened. Uh-huh. We don't know what happened exactly. No. But we're trying to crack the case. So, here's the case. My guitar player, the one and only Casey Parnell the third, not really, put on a brand new clean pair of pants that we just washed. Mm-hmm. Put them on. It's like, man, there's something in my back pocket. Reaches back there and pulls out a perfectly severed mouse's head. Dun, dun, dun. Who is the culprit? So we were, uh, we've been talking about this. People have been calling in. And we have come to a conclusion. This was our first thought, anyway. Was it was in? A, it got caught in, a, in the uh, dryer vent mm-hmm. somehow. And there's blades in there. Knock, knock. And then it threw that sucker somehow up in the into the dryer. And of course, it got stuck in the pants. So we're all thinking that the body is clearly in the vent and still, still somewhere in there in that dryer. <laughs> then we start having people call in, and they're like, you know what? If there's a cat around, then uh, cats actually sever the head yeah. of mice. My mom texted and said, is there a cat around? They like to do that. They like to take the head and leave it as a now, present. He doesn't own a cat, but I'm sure there's cats around Okay. the property. Mm-hmm. How, though, on that property, did that head get in there? If a cat actually bit the body off of it, how to get in those pantalones? That is such a great question. How to get in there? I, I'm wondering if at night this cat is sneaking in and he doesn't even realize it. <laughs> For a prank? I'm going to freak the crap right out of Casey Parnell. Throw that thing right in his packet. Or or this cat is a stray and wants to be adopted, so he's giving a potential owner, Casey, an offering. Oh, is that what it is? You bring me in, I'll bring you all the mice's heads you want. Yeah, I I appreciate how you live your life, Casey, and I would like to live it with you. Here is an offering for my service as your cat, is what I'm assuming. Now, they are good for that. They are really good at taking care of had, rodents on your property. We didn't, we have, man, we had mice. I mean, yeah, we definitely had mice. We had a cat that would kill mice and he would, but he would never take the head off. Really? And he also would kill rabbits the size of him. We had, we had like an animal sanctuary in the backyard. Oh my god! And then one time this cat, whose name was Calvin, <laughs> Calvin um, came in the house. They were in indoor and outdoor cats. Came in the house and let go of a bird that was in his mouth. Uh, None of us saw it. And he let go of this bird that was alive. Was flying around I'll the house. I'll never forget the memory of my dad with the broom chasing that bird out of the house. That's good stuff right solid there. memory. At least it wasn't a bat. But I had no idea. Ugh. Yeah, that's true. That would re- that would be a nightmare situation. I know. So uh, the saga continues on how it actually got into his pocket. This Where is head. that body? Mm. That's what I want to know. Stay tuned tomorrow on the show. <laughs> we'll talk more about this. Or not. We'll just let it go. Or this- not, because we're probably not going to find out. But if you got any ideas, yeah. give us a call. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Lonnie and Megan. Coming up next on your LYAO. Um, comedian Rod Mann. Rodman is his name? Rodman. Oh, Rodman. Uh, talks about street vendors. Oh. Which. Right? We got some good ones here in downtown. I mean. The, the uh, what's, what are those little things? That guy that's downtown off of uh, Bond. A jewelry? Is it jewelry? No. Uh, no, like food. Food vendors. Oh, sure. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, I'm going yes. food vendor, not jewelry. Oh. Yeah, we don't have any of those. Well, I was just thinking about the farmer's market. The markets. dumplings. That was it. The, the, the guy that has the dumplings, that little cart. Dump City dumplings, I don't think they're doing it right now. Because of the current situation. No, uh, they're not. But when he's down there, yeah. whoop, whoop, get That's my fun. All of the vendors that we have for all the farmer's markets, I'm such a fan. Yeah, you What's are? today? Today's Tuesday. Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, right? yeah. Hang the in Red, there. The Redmond Farmer's Market's today, though. Hang in there, Meg. Cut, one can, more day. I know where they all are. Um, so if I want to do an, a week of uh, farmer's touring, mm. I do it. <laughs> she does. It's time to laugh your off with 107.7 The Beat. I go outside and it's like a cart. It's a corn cart. And they got all kind of products on the cart. It ain't just corn. It got uh, mangoes, a snow cone. Uh, Yeah, they got mangoes, snow cone. 
Uh, they got some things around the cut that look like Funyuns. They look like Funyuns. Uh, look just like Funyuns, but yeah, but they, they tricked me. They tricked me on the Funyuns because I was like, man, let me get a bag of your Funyuns. I know, yeah, I know it's different packaging. I know it's different packaging, but I'm like, and uh, he said, my friend, a bag of Funyuns? I said, yeah. So he gave me a bag of Funyuns, uh, opened up my Funyuns before I said anything and started just putting hot sauce all on my Funyuns. You just laughed your off with 107.7 The Beat. All right, Meg. It's the 4th of August. What are we celebrating? Well, it's a great day today. Um, we're celebrating National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. Ah, uh, like that. Well, we kind of celebrate. We had a little chocolate in there this morning. I, we had Rice Krispie Treats. Uh-huh. Rice Krispie Treats. What are those called, though? They are just homemade chocolate Rice Krispie Treats. Like, not Cocoa Krispie Rice Krispie Treats. So, they're regular Rice Krispie Treats. Correct. With what kind of... the Chocolate... With, with the classic, the butter, and the uh, marshmallows, obviously. But what flavors them is Ghirardelli chocolate and Ooh, cocoa are, powder. I mean, they are literally, the they melt in your mouth. They're so these good. These are upscale. Yeah, I think I think They're someone upscaling. has a crush on me. Oh, or got a crush on me, Meg. <laughs> What's so funny about that? They were given to me. Yeah, to say, hey, I'm too embarrassed to give the Lonnie, so... <laughs> Will you give these to him, please? Will you give him this note that says, will you be my boyfriend? Check yes or no. Yeah. Why not? I'm a pretty man, man. Somehow that letter, (laughs) somehow that note that I was supposed to give you got lost in translation. It's in your back pocket with Casey's mouse head. (laughs) Fine. That's that's been a wild topic this morning. Who knows what happened to that mouse body, but we found the head. Hey, I know what happened to the rice cakes. Rice Rice Krispie Treats? Yeah, they're in my mouth. Billie Eilish, the new beat from her. We haven't heard from her in a while. It's nice to hear what she's up to. That little jazzy number's kind of cool. Now we get to really hear how uh, talented she really is. Right. It's called My Future. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Speaking of My Future, Mm. uh, we were talking today about our parents influencing us on a job or a career. Um, You know, your parents want your kids, want their kids to be successful and usually have some sort of opinion, some stronger oh, than others. Of course, and they might even push you into a certain uh, career. Sure. You know, to do a certain job. My parents, you know, actually did as well. They were pushing me into a certain career path. But, and uh, yeah, that kind of went to the wayside after, you know, going to college and realizing that, oh, I really need actually schooling. Yeah, what? <laughs> I'm out. No way. What did your parents want you to be? Well, my, my dad wanted me to be like, like he was uh, a pastor mm-hmm. and a church, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, so when I got into college and started playing in bands, I was like, oh, uh-uh. mm-hmm. no, I want to I want to play in a band. Yeah. I want to do music. And so that's when I only spent one year of college. Right. And moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. after that. So that was kind of like the idea. Mom and dad were probably disappointed. You in know, that moment, maybe a little was, nervous. Yeah, because I was living in a barn. Sure. In Los Angeles, California. I bet. Right, yeah. With three other jokers. Oh, my gosh. You know, playing in, playing in this band. Yeah. You know, with chickens running around and donkeys on outside the vault, you know. Rather than going in and getting a college degree. Agree. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I probably totally grieved their spirit. Obviously, it ended up working out just fine. It was. But what's funny is like how it worked out for me is totally different than how when I was in junior high or elementary school thinking of what I would, you know, dreaming of what I wanted to be as a kid. Oh, sure. Totally different also. I never thought I'd be playing in a band or or even doing radio for that matter. Right. Never. Never. No, I I wanted something that is so opposite to what I even could try and do now. But when you're a kid, it's neat that... Ventriloquist. You wanted to be a ventriloquist? That'd be the very opposite of a DJ, right? A radio DJ? Uh, Would be a ventriloquist? I didn't think it would be the very opposite because it's still performing. Somebody that... Somebody that the opposite would be somebody paying you to not talk. I think it would be a mime, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like Paint your not, face white. Not using your voice at all. Yeah. Still performing, though. You're still in like the oh, performing no, realm. You're still performing, but you just ain't talking. So, so that was your dream as a kid, was no. to be a per- performer of, with a white face and, it, and an invisible box? I want everyone listening to recognize this is exactly how rumors start. <laughs> we'll talk more about Meg's rumors. No, Lonnie's rumors. Tomorrow on the show. Meg, I got a story about Kane Brown that I might want to tell you tomorrow. That he wants to get married. That's Kane. No, he's married. To me? No. 
No. He's like, already married. Meg, you're tough. That's over. I don't want to hear You've got to let it. him go. I don't want to hear this story. Let him go. Uh, and about his property that he bought over in Tennessee that it, him and his wife, it's really kind of funny. I'm, I'll tell you about it tomorrow on the show. I don't know if I want to hear it. Yeah, you do. It's uh, funny. It sounds like he's got a wife. Oh, no, he does have a wife. No, I'm kidding. I did know that. But Yes, he does. And um, she's hot, man. So, yeah, they Good both Lord. have got to be. They're both smoking. Um, smoking. Did you know, you know, one thing that's exciting about the month of August is that we're celebrating our fifth year anniversary this month. What? Fifth, know, five years? What should we do? Oh should God. we go get five dollar footlongs? Seems like it's been <laughs> 10 years. Good Lord. 10 years. <laughs> No way! Time flies when you're having fun. Did you say five dollar foot long? That's what I don't. I'm thinking of like how are the we gonna five, celebrate? Try to throw the five in there. Yeah, five dollar foot long. Mm, we can like give that. each other five things at the dollar store again. I'll give you high fives all day long. How about that? No, don't touch me. Yeah, high fives, make <laughs> five years high fives. Like, mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess you and I could. I'll get you five things from the dollar store. We did that that one time. That one time. That was for Christmas, wasn't it? It was this last Christmas. What we say? Christmas. Ten bucks. So we had to get 10 things? No, it was only five. Was it only five? Yeah. You and I got really creative. I got a pair of sunglasses out of the deal. Yeah, you did. And a bunch of hair ties. I oh, think yeah. I got you. I think I got you some cleaning supplies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you some armor all. Yeah, I, I still I still use that to this day. Oh, good. Uh, all over my Nikes. Oh, sure. Makes them nice and shiny. At that, are you really allowed <laughs> to use that for your Nikes? No. Oh, okay. You can. It's a leather. It's a leather protector. Oh. I know some people who do it. Keep it all nice and shiny, Meg. Well, good to know. Happy five years, Meg. Happy five years, too. So we're <laughs> well, going to have to find fun. a way to celebrate. Well, I know, you know, right? It's not until the end of this month, so we got some time. Yeah, we do. Have a great day, everybody. See you in the morning. See you in the morning. Peace. Catch Lonnie and Meg weekday mornings 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.